Thanks for tuning in to the Lean 911 podcast where you'll have a voice directly from the Gemba. I will rely on my three decades of lean successes as well as my failures to answer your most challenging questions regarding your lean transformation. I'm your host, Mark Deluzio, President and CEO of Lean Horizons Consulting and the Principal Architect of the Danaher Business System. Looking forward to your questions now. Let's go to the Gemba. Hi, Mark Deluzio with episode 13. Episode 13 is going to talk about just my perspectives. Normally, I take questions and answer people's questions, but this time's a little bit different. I have to give you my perspective on this whole concept of value-adding and non-value-adding. And as you look at the classical definitions that we use all these years, going all the way back to the mid-90s, you know, uh, Lean Thinking in, I think, 1996 by Womack and Jones, and a lot of other publications, the classic definition of value-adding was anything that adds value or the customer is willing to pay for, right? Which I just think is, is, is pure wrong. And I think the lean community has gone sideways in terms of the definition of how we think about value-adding and uh, non-value-adding. So I want to give you my perspective on this. And this is based on a lot of things I've heard over the years about how misunderstood, I believe, this whole concept is. So with that in mind, what the customer is willing to pay for, let's start looking at some of the things within a company that you'd have to go a long way to convince me a customer would be willing to pay for. But it's something that you would not want to let go of. So for example, let's start with your payroll and your paycheck. Why would a customer want to pay for a payroll service or even your pay for that matter? Okay. Why would a customer want to pay for your performance reviews or your bonuses? Why would they want to pay for your janitor who cleans your floors and takes away your trash? No vested interest in that. The customer doesn't want to pay for that, right? Let's just kill it. Let's get rid of it. How about air conditioning in your offices, your nice, cool offices, or heat in the winter if you live in a cold climate? Why should a customer even care whether or not you're hot or cold? right? What about your accounting group? The people that put all the numbers together? What about your warranty group? Well, you can argue warranties are waste anyway, because it's, uh, it's, it's one of the defects, right? But, but what about office conferences that you get sent to? Or outside conferences, I should say, you know, whether they're internally, you know, out, offsite meetings, or what about meetings in general? How about meetings? Why would a customer want to pay for your meetings? How many meetings do you spend time in as a percentage? Think about it. Try to tally that up and send a bill to the customer, see if they'll pay for it. All the meeting times that your company spends. What about seminars? Why do, would they care that you're going to a professional development seminar? Why would they want to pay for you to listen to this podcast? Okay, that's another thing to think about. So there's all kinds of things I could talk about <clears throat> with valuating, non-valuating, now, one of the things I think that is 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 probably the biggest uh, sin in this case is when we label people as non-value-added. Supervision doesn't put the part together, so why should we? That's non-value-added, right? It's only the people that put part A to part B together, or the blue and the red part, <clears throat> or machine a hole in a piece of metal. Those are the only people that are adding value for this 
They're making money for this company. So I guess we can just eliminate the people who brought the capital, took the risk, bought the building, bought the equipment, financed it with all the lawsuits that go on, hired the people, okay? Did the advertising for the product so people would buy it? Kind of important, right? Marketing, advertising, the sales force. All that doesn't matter, I guess, because it's only the people who put part A and part B together, right? They're the only ones that add value. No, they're not, right? There's a lot of other things going on here. Now, one of the things I think uh, I've seen, which was an old cost accounting uh, notion, was this whole business about indirect and direct labor. We want to reduce the indirect labor so our ratio of direct to indirect is higher, right? Well, that kind of flies in the face of lean thinking. This is something I, I baked into uh, lean, when I invented lean accounting way back in 1989. Taught us from Shingajitsu, Chihiro Nakao, my sensei said, operators should operate. <clears throat> they shouldn't go after materials and tools and leave the cell and leave their work sequence in standard work. If they have to do a work sequence, you know, 70 times a day, if they walk away for two of those work sequences, you're going to be behind schedule. And so is the whole cell if you're doing one-piece flow. So the analogy I like to make, and you probably heard me make this before, is to auto racing. The only direct labor operator in an auto race is the guy driving the car. What about the pit crew? They're all indirect. I guess they're non-value added because they're not driving the car. So let's get rid of the pit crew. Let's see how well that works for anybody who loves NASCAR or Formula One or or uh, or Indy 500, whatever, right? So, so no, this whole notion that people are non-value added has to go away. It's a it's it's a cancer, and it's not good, and it divides people. We all you know need each other in terms of making the whole enterprise work. But saying that any one individual, any one function is non-value-added is, uh, is not good. It, it, it's not healthy, right? <clears throat> now, in the traditional sense, what we might consider value-adding, let's just take, take putting part A into part B, or drilling a hole, or stamping a part. All those things are value-added. What about, what about in the admin world? What about... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, actually processing in order in order entry. Okay, let's just argue that processing in order is value-added step, right? Well, in all these things I just mentioned, there are non-value-adding aspects of them, even though they are traditionally classified as value-adding. So, for example, if I'm uh, drilling a hole, when that tool comes down and cuts air, it's that's a non-value-added step. It's not adding any value to the product until that drill hits the part and drills a hole. Uh, it may create a burr, by the way, which is non-value-added. Now I have another subsequent operation in order to take that that burr off. Okay. What about uh, what about processing an order? How much time does that order go through and and really get worked on versus how much time it sits somewhere in an inbox, an outbox, in somebody's computer system? You think about that. Again, the lead time versus the processing time, right? So. All these things have their waste involved in them, which you can argue is non-value-added. So even things that we think are value-added have non-value-added aspects to them, okay? So 
I think I'll, I'll leave you with that. I think I think this is a real a real uh, misnomer in the lean community how we think about value adding and non value adding. This is my my perspective, one man's perspective in terms of 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 what I think about this. But no matter how you want to define it, I would highly recommend you don't label people and functions as non-value-added or value-added or compare them in that regard. Because everybody has a role to play. Everybody has waste, no matter what you're doing, whether you classify it as value-added or non-value-added, there's waste in everything that we do. And that will be a continual journey for us to try to get it out and, and reduce the waste. We'll never be perfect. And as we look at the whole notion of of, of value-adding and non-value-adding, I think we need to reset our thinking as to how this has been looked at over the last 20 or 30 years and still looked at today. So anyway, those are my comments on this. Uh, please email me with your questions and comments at mark at lean911.com. That's mark, M-A-R-K, mark at lean911.com. We'd love to get your thoughts on this as well. And I appreciate your time. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Lean 911 podcast. I'll be happy to address your questions or feedback on future episodes. Email me at mark at lean911.com. You can check out our other episodes by visiting our website at lean911.com, our YouTube channel, wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your host, Mark DeLuzio. Thanks for listening.